Uh, all right, Brendan. Um, got got a bit of a bit of a problem here. Um, oh, I don't. I, well, I mean, I, I don't. Uh, okay. Well, we'll just get Josh and we'll talk about it. I mean, doing a well, comic no, book movie. That's the, that's the problem, Brendan. Brendan, that's the problem. We're doing a comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. And we're following it up with another. Co- we we tranked Josh in the last one. And uh, he's still feeling the after effects. He's he's in and out. He's he's just down for the count. I mean, we cannot. Uh, get him to come around to talk about this movie, which is a shame because, again, another comic book movie. But I think we could do the whole dystopian society, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, totalitarians and, and uh, you know, b- brutal dictators. I think we got a, a good couple of I got a good couple of hosts in mind. Uh, I'm just going to bring them on in uh, and okay. uh, we'll see what we can do. OK. All right. All right. Come, on. Cool. come on, guys. Come on. Oh, hello. Oh. Oh, you are asking us to be on show. Oh, finally. Is, is such, oh, is, and and so we talk about a Serbian film. No, no, Milos. No, guys, no, no, that's no. not what we're talking about. Okay, how about this? We talk about the last half of a Serbian film. No, not never. Not uh, not the last half, not the first half, not the first quarter. Okay, what about the nothing. overall themes? Now, the, the overall themes are it's disgusting. There, we've talked about it. Okay, now we're going to talk about the movie that we are actually talking about. Okay, right? okay, okay. Are you all right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes uh, Borsti, we could be on show. You do stop busy disrupting. I am sorry. Okay, okay. All right, it's it's fine. It's fine. We know you guys are excited, but uh, but anyways, no, we're actually talking about um, the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie where you know the world is you know there's just a brutal regime is is keeping the the general populace down with like super oppressive um uh you know uh laws and nobody's getting any due process and and uh you know all, all kinds of of laws are there in, in place to keep people down and i i feel and i know i want you guys to be offended but you, know, you guys are from the old country and we know that you know black bag stuff and you know the communists everything it was pretty rough and so we think you guys would have a, a good fresh insight to it hmm. uh, mm, yeah. i don't know no i don't think uh, it's, it's not something we can do i was born in 1987 mm, is 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 true and uh, despite the aged sound of my voice, I was born very around the same time. Mm. Is is we ex- the it that fell, and is now democratic republic. A what? Very safe. Is, yes. Yes. They they we free we have free elections and um, healthcare mm. uh, for everyone, um, and actually uh, there is due process and a very transparent justice system. Yes, it's oh. very peaceful. So you guys don't have like like you know gulags and and you know secret prison you know sites and things like that. Oh no, no! In fact, gulag in in country was turned into community center, which also doubles uh, for shelter uh, for uh, uh, at risk LGBTQ plus homeless teenagers. Yes, it's, don't- it's like paradise. Don't don't forget I A as well, right? Yes, that is true. Yes. Everyone is yes. is welcome. It's it's is very utopian in old country now. Except for intolerance, we still do not tolerate that. That's my little oh joke. My. 
Is because we don't tolerate it. Oh, you, you are like the Steve Martin. I you crack me up all the time. But no, excuse me, excuse me. You see, he's doing beat. But um, no, we we cannot um, we cannot talk. We do not know such society. Um, but wow. again, if you want to talk about Serbian film, oh, we would no, 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 no. We hard, could just, hard pass. Thanks, guys. Hard pass. All right. No, good, good try. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> I don't know what, um, what we're going to do. Uh, we, I think, I'm pretty sure we promoted hosts or co-hosts this week, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, we have to, okay, so Nathan, we have to find people that, <sighs> a person or people that un- understand the, the brutality, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like a police state. Where there's right. there's no due process, right? Uh, I mean, like, uh, and like, where there's like a, a just a brutal regime of police just uh, run amok, just hatred throughout the streets, and, and like, and like, just trial on the spot. No, no, like you said, there's no you know no due process, and 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 the the, the police think that they are the law. Mm. I, I, oh, Brendan. Yeah. I think I've got it. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And we're with Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. USA, 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 USA. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm on to pressure now. The question always comes back to me. Ladies and gentlemen, beat the heat because it's But not time. your meat. No. Well, I mean, if you want well, to jerk if you off. you want to. If you want to jerk off to this podcast, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it. I think we can prove it, uh, that it's happening. Well, we could talk all sexy like this to help things along. Well, I, I'm assuming that when we reach our haiku, that's when everybody will <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> 17 perfect syllables oh god they summed it up so well <laughs> um but this is the start so of many mouth noises <laughs> summer <laughs> summer flop busters um not necessarily financial flops although this is this would fall under that window um yeah but also critical flops obviously because this podcast is called what were they thinking i am brendan and I'm Nathan. We talk about bad to questionable movies. Again, this month we are talking about all summer releases. And we're starting off hot. We're starting off with, as you heard earlier in the opening, 1995 Judge Dredd. Starring Sylvester Stallone, who is a four-time offender now on this podcast. <laughs> He's been in some crap. Many more to come. <laughs> uh, but we are not alone, Nathan. <laughs> well, no, we we got the uh, we, we found our co-host. We did actually. find a co. They know all about the brutality of a police state, ladies and gentlemen, from the United States of America. Stephen Izzy, everything I learned from movies. Hi, hey everybody, hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome. This is uh, your seven hundred nineteenth time on the show. Conservatively, uh, so I would just like to wait. Are we on your show or are you on ours? I, don't, I can't even tell. I anymore. don't even know what's going on. <laughs> it's Podception. All just one constant show. <laughs> 
So the wind and the lion. We live together now. <laughs> Sean Connery is a Bedouin and <laughs> problematic from minute yep. one. <laughs> <laughs> More problematic than The Conqueror, where John Wayne is uh, Genghis Khan? No, but at least that one had a better payoff. <laughs> oh, <sighs> too soon? <laughs> womp, womp. Uh, yeah, Judge Dredd, 1995. Uh, this was Nathan's pick. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to point that out each time. We never really mentioned that, but this is Nathan's pick. Um, this yeah, I thought you guys talked about bad or questionable movies. That's right. So we're <laughs> going to talk about Judge Dredd. Uh, this movie. Yeah, a good movie. <laughs> no, oh, I know it's questionable. I said There's judge. Some questionable stuff. Judge Dredd, not not just no. Dredd. Uh huh. Yeah. This movie. Rob Schneider and uh, Does it- Max von yeah. Sydow and Jürgen Prochnow. I'm gonna say this is his uh, second Lane. greatest yeah. movie, second only to uh, what was the one where he's a fashion merchant with Jean Claude Van Damme and uh, oh, knock off, knock off. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Demolition Man. What? Oh yeah. No, she she was talking about Rob Schneider. I was talking about Rob Schneider though. Rob also Schneider in Demolition Man. That's right. He is. <laughs> Oh, right. This is where yeah. the cops, isn't Yeah, he? remember that, guys? <laughs> he doesn't know what the seashells are for, which which is perfectly, you know, understandable. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> um, this movie, uh, does anyone know what the budget is? If you already know, then obviously don't guess. But does anyone guess what the budget is for this movie? Oh, $100 million. Yeah. $1 million. $150. Um, Izzy, we have to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> so this you guys are close it was a 90 million dollar budget and at the box office i'll just say i'll just tell you guys at the box office this it, i mean it broke even technically but i mean 113.5 million so it definitely lost some money yeah so this was not well, they had well, they, 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 video game sales it, it, yeah well, that's just i was gonna say they there were other things lumped into this because this was an, uh, a video game release for the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. This movie, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Dredd, is uh, presented to us by Andrew G. Vagina. Uh, I think uh, I wrote that right. I saw I saw that. Um, I did also notice that this was a uh, Hollywood Studios uh, production, so uh, coming to Disney Plus soon? <laughs> One yeah. can only hope. Oh, I don't know, though, because surprisingly, and I was floored to learn this this movie is rated r for some reason no really yeah i looked i looked a couple different places just to confirm imdb has it at r wikipedia has it at r you google it it's rated r so it just says for prolonged scenes of violence well (laughs) i I mean arms ripped off and such i mean you don't really see anything though that's usually the pg-13 way of life is you can do whatever you want as long as you don't see blood Max von Sydow kebab. <laughs> well, let's get into all that. Uh, Nathan, sum it up. Sum it up in a ni- nice little wicker basket for us. What's uh, What's this movie about? Uh, well, this movie is. Uh, it's you know it's set in uh, Mega City One. Uh, set in the future. It's based on. It's supposed to be based on the Judge Dredd comic books. Um, you know, uh, the nuclear fallout has uh, rendered most of the. Uh, well, I, I believe it's just America. I don't think it's the Earth in total, but most of America uh, uninhabitable. Uh, everybody lives in this giant walled-off mega city. Outside of it is just this scorched hellscape um, called Arizona, and um, <laughs> so- nobody dare nobody dare venture there. Um, and uh, yeah, it, uh, this you know, there's this one fantastic judge who is like you know, he's like a legend in, in amongst the the cops because that's who the, the they're not cops anymore; they're judges because not only are they the police, they are the judge juries, and sometimes executioners. 
he gets uh, he gets framed up uh, for a murder, which is supposed to be you know I guess uncommittable at this point. We're we're, we're bordering on Minority Report areas here. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's supposed to be a, a pretty tight uh, judicial system as far as when it comes to, like, you know, evidence and things like that. Um, he gets, you know, he has leave. He has, of course, he has to clear his name. Um, you know, there's there's uh, genetic clones and um, robots and Rob Schneider. So, uh, as I want to say, hilarity ensues. Yes. And possibly the moment that I... Now, I saw this movie... The last time I saw this was quite a few years ago. So mm. I was kind of floored to hear Darth Vader reading the opening text. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that was and then, like, oh, yeah, Jules Jones. Fuck yeah. Well, and then, and then the opening shot is like, I mean, it looks like the Mandalorian, like the way it's like the silhouette with the guys back to the camera. And then I'm pretty sure I heard Star Wars music. So I was like, <laughs> did I, am I watching the correct film? Well, Disney there Plus. there was obviously delusions of grandeur, and there, like Steve said, there's there's Disney movie behind this because it's Hollywood Studios. I did enjoy the fact that they were showing all these awesome Judge Dredd comics during the opening credit stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, any one of these comics was, are going to be way better than this movie. Oh, the flipping through the pages, I was like, Marvel, you hacks. <laughs> that's that's their way of saying, hey guys, you see these? You see these? You fans of these? Well, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. He's taking his helmet off. We start off with uh, basically Descent, the video game, the movie, uh, with this opening with uh, them landing a ship coming from the Aspen prison colony. Mm -hmm. With Rob Schneider. Uh, Yep. And uh, they land apparently in uh, Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) Yes. Because that's what Mega City 1 looks like. (laughs) This gave me so many vibes of that movie. Yeah, um, it was interesting that the judge uniforms at this point I noticed were uh, designed by Versace. Yeah, Giovanni Versace. <laughs> I think I think actually Nathan pronounced it correctly. <laughs> uh, no, if there's one thing I learned from Marshall Mathers is pronounced Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me, and it was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> um. W- <laughs> Uh, Rob Schneider's character uh, is the worst. He is, agreed. <laughs> there is some stiff competition for that. Oh, I just I I there are so many scenes because I had forgotten about a lot of this, and there's so many scenes throughout this movie where I was like, "Oh, he dies." Oh, okay. <laughs> he is uh, he he's fresh off the uh, the ship, as it were, um, heading to Heavenly Haven, which he thinks sounds like some sort of palatial upscale condominium type place to live. Uh, as soon as you get out of prison, uh, he's assigned this block. And of course, once he gets there, there's this giant uh, block war going on where, you know, people have taken over buildings and they're shooting, uh, you know, citizens down on the street and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get our one of our first early cameos is uh, Dexter's dad because he was one of the bad guys. Yeah, James or Mar. When these guys yeah. show up, I actually wrote down, oh, no, Rob Schneider's about to mess with the sisters. <laughs> like the Shawshank Redemption, right? That's what they gave me a vibe of. I don't know why. Maybe because he was just out of prison. Oh, maybe. <laughs> great, great, great. I did. I think it's kind of interesting that I feel that 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 fella. What'd you say his name was, Steve? James Ramar. Yeah, uh, he made. Uh, he paid some rent uh, being in undesirable comic book movies in the nineties because he was also in the Phantom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Combat Annihilation. <laughs> There you go. You will do your best. 
So, but yeah. Um, apparently, oh, an interesting little tidbit. Because the tidbit's uh, interesting. That's right. Uh, the block where this is taking place at is at the corner of Abbott and Costello. Oh, uh, yeah. And then later they say something else is at the corner of Burns and Allen. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay homage. <laughs> I guess. Hey, you know what? Those statues, you can leave them up. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay so like i said when rob schneider gets to his new assigned housing uh there's this block war going on and we see these people shooting folks in the street from the apartments that they're that they're they're holed up in right mm-hmm. judge dread makes his appearance oh does he uh, ever because, beautiful yes, cod uh, piece by the way because <laughs> uh judge hershey and um judge you know, hershey <laughs> yeah that's her name judge I, know, hershey. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I had a good uh, laugh on and, and nobody gives a crap rookie um they <laughs> radio shirt. in for, for help ensign McRoy. and yeah and he get they get there and uh judge dread is he kind of like scoffs at them because they're ducking for cover because apparently they're out of range of the uh the, the lethal force of the projectiles after we've just seen several people get killed by these guns mm-hmm. and also the lethal projection range that he's talking about is on a standard range uh use, shooting the gun straight uh as a like standing not shooting down with the force of gravity helping you out yeah, I, I'm questioning his uh, his physics knowledge right off the bat. Uh, guys, they would be traveling fast. The projectiles would be traveling faster than the force of gravity, so gravity's not really going to have an effect on it. I'm, do you feel though that they would that it would uh, that it, it wouldn't increase the 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 um, the fatal range of the uh, of the projectiles? Guys, no. that's that's why you wear your helmet, mm-hmm. dread. Wear your <laughs> damn helmet, guys. And a mask. Be safe. <laughs> this, I guess, is one of the more frustrating things about this movie is that they were, they they did a lot to pay attention to the minute things uh, that they wanted to put in about the judges, like their their sidearm, where they can, you know, request the type of projectile that they're going to use. Yeah, the lawgiver. Right, and that they're you know coded to their DNA and stuff like that. They pay attention to those little things, but all the things that make the comic also really great—the stories and the characters—we don't need that garbage. Just just push that to the side. Make sure we get the technical stuff right, because that's the only thing the fans are going to care about. Yeah, well, and as we know, fans of existing material are very forgiving. Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, ask any <laughs> Star Trek fan or any Star Wars fan. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, or, and the reason the R rating kind of surprised me is because throughout this whole scene, you, you have people yelling things like, holy drack and stuff like that. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay, got to do the PG-13. And uh, So uh, uh, Judge Dredd shows up uh, to help quell this insurrection. Um, and, um, you know, of course, uh, the, the rookie judge gets killed because he sees, he sees Judge Dredd and he's like, I can do that too. And, of course, he gets all shot up. He's a total red uh, shirt. Total. Absolutely. Well, especially afterwards. <laughs> By the way, uh, he then... gets one good shot to the chest, and Steve, uh, how did you put it? <laughs> lasagna? Yeah, lasagna <laughs> all over the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> looked like somebody shot a deep dish pizza. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 lasagna. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Um, 
So, of course, because that happens, um, Judge Dredd has to execute James Remar because he's the one who shot, um, you shirt. know, the cadet red shirt or whatever he was. Um, meanwhile, Rob Schneider is, is trying to get out of this situation because he just got out of prison. He doesn't want to be involved with any of this stuff. And he hijacks a food droid that's advising people to eat recycled food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for the planet and okay for you. And, and he <laughs> has, and he is, I mean, we learned that he's like a tech expert. I guess, mm-hmm. but like he's he's rigged it so that he could be like, I am just a robot. Please move on. Do not pay attention. I am your friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Stallone opens it, and he's just covered in spaghetti. And I'm like, you know, this doesn't even rank in like the top ten of the most embarrassing Rob Schneider things. <laughs> yeah, no. This, as far as uh, stuff Rob Schneider has done in, in movies, this is probably uh, the most respect he's ever gotten in any of. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Grown Ups. <laughs> Even in Grown Ups, I feel like he gets mocked a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so all this is is while well, all this is happening, uh, they're apparently videotaping world craziest judge chases outside um, <laughs> because they're being reported on by the guy who hosts the world craziest police chases. Yeah. And uh, talking about how you know the judges are out of control and. And all this, he's supposed to be the the, the voice uh, for democracy and freedom. Okay. Gangs are becoming an epidemic. <laughs> becoming, they are, because we're we this, this is where we meet the um you know the the um, oh how all the judges who are at 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 best um, centrist Republicans at and and at worst you know Joe Arpaio. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. We had a uh, we had gangs last year, so we're immune to them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so um, yes, uh, Jurgen uh, Pranch now or Princh now or Pinch now or Pinch what? He, I just pictured Jurgen's baby products when he said that. <laughs> it's Jurgen Prach now, star of Das Boot okay. and Dune das. and oh, Wing cool. Commander. Oh shit! Yeah, he wasn't. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> we all so, need money. Um, uh yeah so um he 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 shows up and uh i want to say he probably conservatively put on about 15 pounds eating scenery in this movie (laughs) Um, but he won't be outdone by someone later he will not be outdone no um and uh, let's see okay so they're having the discussion and uh old old jürgen uh wants to have um, lesser crimes included in execu- for executions. For He's essentially penalty. like, I want to start killing people for jaywalking. Yes, <laughs> because um, and, and it's not, and they don't even hide the fact that, that they want to do it under uh, under any sort of guise or anything. It is because they want to, you know, do population, population control, control essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, real downer. Um and so all that fun stuff aside, we we go to the next scene um where every single fan of the comic books must have walked out um <laughs> of the theater uh, because Judge Dredd takes off the helmet mm-hmm. <gasps> for most of the movie. Yeah, and yeah. everybody was and disappointed to find out it was Sylvester Stallone. I guarantee, <laughs> guaranteed. If this was so, if this was written and then they found Stallone later. Guarantee that the helmet came off because Stallone was like, "Yeah, what I was in my face." Yeah, probably, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's interesting because I saw this. I went to see this in theaters, 
when I when it came out, it was in '95, so I'd have been about 17. Um, I I enjoyed it because uh, I liked you know dumb action movies. Was kind of a Stallone fan, so I didn't wasn't looking too much at any of that. I wasn't a big Judge Dredd guy as far as like comic books go. So I actually had kind of a fun time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until much later that I realized that they basically took a Judge Dredd comic, opened it up, and took a gigantic dump on it <laughs> when they did this. Because yeah. he I, I, he apparently has never had the the face and helmet off in the comics. Like, you've never seen Judge Dredd's face. Wait, he never takes his face off? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> um, I don't even think uh, Carl Urban does it in the remake. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't because they knew they they would get the exact same treatment they got with this one mm-hmm. if he did. I guess like the folks behind the character are so like vehement about it now. Whenever collectibles uh, get released with for Judge Dredd, any sort of like action figures or stuff like that, if you try to take the helmet off, there's like no top of the head. Like so, you can never take it off and see Judge Dredd's face. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And like not even having uh, knowledge of the comics, as soon as that helmet came off, I was like, no, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) I was like, there's there's, there's some rewriting finagling going on in here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Other than the um, the, uh, cardinal sin of taking off Judge Judge Dredd's helmet. Judge Junk's uh, junk? Yeah, well, Judge Dreck. His, Judge his Shrek, Ju- uh, whatever. Holy oh shit! Oh my god, they I mean... removed Judge Shrek's junk. <laughs> Jesus, no, Judge brutal. Judge Shrek is a movie I, I want. I am the love. <laughs> they go to uh, we go to Aspen Prison Colony, mm-hmm. where we get to meet Rico in his Magneto cell. Armando Sante. Armando Sante, who is the one who is giving old Jurgen. Uh, the run for his money when it comes to just devouring scenery. Oh, I also fibbed. Uh, there was one. Th- I think there was one thing uh, in the previous scene that we are supposed to know that Judge Dredd doesn't have any friends. And he used to have a friend. Uh, and Judge Hershey asked him, well, what did you do? I judged him. And then that's when we cut to the penal column. And we, we put two and two together that this is obviously a friend of Judge Dredd's. Judge Hershey, by the way, played by Diane Lane, who I fucking love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when we cut to the locker room scene next, I'm like, yeah, here we go. Here's that R rating. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's great. And like, she's, it's it's like her in this is to me like Sandra Bullock and Demolition Man. Like they're both just great leading ladies. Yeah. It's her slumber movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig it. (laughs) Yeah. You get slumber, slumber movie. Yeah. Slumber? She's slumming it. Ah, in the summer. Yeah, yeah in the summer. Yeah. I feel it's like funny. I feel like this is also though. Like, I mean, I know Diane Lane was in Streets of Fire, but I feel like this is. She's still not really like a name, so I feel like this is kind of a bit of a breakout um, for her, and and obviously Bullock in Demolition Man. Yes. At least it's unfortunate they both have to press up against Sylvester Stallone to get their big break. Well, if you believe the story, um, apparently Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone reenacted Rocky in a hotel room. But that's another podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, you, you mean the scene where, like, Adrian's saying he shouldn't fight, right? Uh, 
So what happens next to Judge Dredd, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we we uh, we come to find out uh, that uh, the the warden of the Aspen Penal Colony is apparently developmentally challenged because <laughs> he handle he hand delivers uh, a package uh, to Rico, who is, um, from my understanding, is supposed to be one of the most dangerous criminals in the entire place. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, is that he has the, uh, first of all, he has the, the guns uh, that are supposed to be trained on Rico for the, you know, any time that the shields are down, he deactivates them. Um, he puts them under his, him. I was going to say, he puts them he, under his voice com- uh, command. Yep. And then he, um, he, so he does that. And then of course uh, he, he, uh, he drops the shield and then gives Rico his, uh, uh, the, the the package that came for him, and uh, of course uh, doesn't immediately step back and then put the shields up. He just stands there, stands there like feet from an, an, a, a demented lunatic. <laughs> also, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, and I mean I am for unrelated yes. reasons. Yes, of course. But did he say? Because <laughs> he he said, "All right, make this quick." Because duty calls. Was he saying that he had to go take a shit? Yeah. That's a possibility. Okay. <laughs> How do you say like, hurry up, take this package because I got to go drop a deuce in the staff washroom. was calling. <laughs> Guys, yeah. obviously this is when Rick Sanchez beamed into his body. Do the deed and go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go take a shit now. <laughs> oh, wait, a real one? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought. And, and so, then, of course, it, 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 we find out that. It's a fucking uh, laser pack package. What's it? Well, the, in the package there is a um, there's a picture of uh, the host of World's Craziest Police Chases, <laughs> and um, and, the, and he's able to transform the uh, the package that it came in into uh, some sort of makeshift gun. <laughs> shoots the warden in the neck. The warden cannot reactivate the guns. The guns think it's it's somebody trying to escape. They don't recognize the voice, and so bam, they kill the. Uh, the warden and not uh, not every other heat signature in the place, <laughs> which I thought was funny because I was like, well, I mean, the shot to the throat will just kill him eventually. <laughs> yeah, it would. But in, in that's it. Like if that had been the case, that had been fine. Mm. But when he says it and the guns reactivate, all they do is they shoot him. They don't shoot the other heat signature in the room. Yeah. You know, it. Given that the other, there were two people in the room when the guns were deactivated, the warden and an unrepentant sociopath, you would think they would have just cleaned house for the sake. So what we're postulating uh, is that Armand Asante's character, Rico, is, mm-hmm. part, is part snake. He's a robot. A robot. <laughs> also plot. He's Tobor. <laughs> Which is robot backwards. Exactly. Uh, yep. Um, so, and which is, again, weird because he's able to... Um, He's like what able to to jump underneath the the bridge that between the the gap and and then when the um the guards come in he's able to kill them and take their guns and es- escape prison. Yep. Yeah. And I, there's there, there's some flaws. And the guns movie. are none the wiser. They're just like yep, business as usual. He's <laughs> making business at the business factory. Does it, does that door not have a lock? Like sure he can get past them, but how the fuck did he get out the door? Walked at it. Well, that's just yeah. Uh, and doesn't he? He doesn't he hide away in like the um, oh yeah. He gets oh, in a body the body bag. bags. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yes. or he pretend. Yeah, he gets in a body bag, and I'm assuming like well, like he pretends obviously that he's been killed. So did nobody think to like check for a pulse? 
<laughs> or like, you know, look for any gunshot wounds. They're just like, well, he's laying on the ground. I guess he's dead. I, I feel that uh, in a situation like that, I don't, and especially at a present, I don't feel that a bag and tag type situation would have happened, given the fact that they're selling recycled food um, in oh, the uh, in, in Mega City. <laughs> I don't see a Soylent Green type situation being out of the question at a penal colony. But um, Armando Sante uh, does make it out and goes to visit a Nazi memorabilia collector. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's face it. He doesn't have any, but this would be the guy that would have some. Oh, oh, he's well, got yes. some. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. He just didn't go in yeah, that yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's part of history, and that, that's, make, that's what makes it okay. Oh, my God, no! <laughs> um, and so he goes in, and uh, he, he there's a package being held for him there. Um, and I, I just, it was really, um, I don't know, I felt bad for the uh, yeah you're right the guy probably would have uh, war memorabilia memorabilia uh, hitting around but he really didn't do anything to Rico at all no all he did was he was asked to hold on to a package he was probably paid for it he did his job he didn't hurt anybody and Rico just kills him and steals his robot companion no witnesses and, yeah and I I gotta say out of all the effects in this movie I do genuinely like the Iron Terminator thing. Yeah, the ABC robots are really cool. awesome. Yeah, I did. I did question as to whether why why he needed a workable mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I did That's, also. That seemed odd to me. <laughs> I was also worried that at some point Armando Sante's eyes were going to fall out of his skull. <laughs> oh, because they were bulging so much. Oh my god! Every time I was like, "It's gonna happen! It's gonna happen!" I'm watching a snuff film. <laughs> well, well, guys, it was also around this time me and Izzy had the uh, wonderful idea that uh, why not just redo this movie starring the Muppets? Yeah. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I yeah. thought about I thought about if they're doing judges, how badass would it be if it was like judge like Ruth Bader Ginsburg just blowing people <laughs> the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> just like time. just like taken down Judge like Judy Kirk. as the Rico character. Yeah. <laughs> no no, you have like Sam Eagle as Judge Dredd. Yeah. Uh Rico's played by Lou Zealand. Obviously. Uh let's see, who else is in Rob this? Rob Schneider movie? is uh is Gonzo. Gonzo. How dare Gonzo. you? How dare you? Hershey's played by Miss what? Piggy. Yeah. Uh let's see. Who else we got? Oh yeah, the cannibals are played by Electric Mayhem. Yeah, the the band Electric Mayhem. That would make Kermit the uh, Judge Dredd. No, Sam Eagle. <laughs> Sam Eagle. I don't think obviously. Kermit's in this one. Yeah, Kermit's. Ooh, a... Kermit's the reporter. Kermit's directing, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, Frank Oz. <laughs> but how could how could Miss Piggy be the love interest if it's not Kermit the Frog? Yeah. Hey, what Sam Eagle needs love. Piggy has Piggy has a history of a wandering eye, and actually, they broke up there for a while. I Google it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Kermit's, yes, I've seen Muppets. I've seen the Muppets on ABC. Kermit's uh, <laughs> Kermit's new gal definitely looks like his old gal, but you know. And then the ABC robots played by Snookum. Yeah, I I, I can't keep up with the canon guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you Let's were go. into film. <laughs> yeah, Judge Dredd. You were saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we're gonna leave off here. So yeah, he starts oh. up the Iron Terminator robot, and by connecting like one wire, 
Right. But I did have, I, I, there were other questions that I had about the, the guns that he took from the, um, back at the prison colony. Uh, he took from the, the the guards. Were none of those guns like gimmicked to be wired to their DNA? Because I mean, it seems to me that if they they have these the um, uh, technology to do that for the judges that they would do that for any sort of you know law enforcement type person. It, well, Nathan, do I do I need to spoil it? <laughs> because. <laughs> Because okay, I had this thought too with when you, with him firing all the guns mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, all the lawgivers and all those guns are set for anyone in law enforcement to use them. See, I know that wasn't my understanding. My understanding was that they were uh, that they were gimmicked to be just for that particular judge. No, no, no it was for all judges. So all the judges are in the database, and as we're going to find out, you can't remove dread. But okay, but here's here okay, then fine. Then my question is, if Rico was sent down to rot in a prison, why wouldn't they remove his name from the database? Because then you would be removing Dread, who's the exact DNA we find out later. They're you close. fucking That's you fucking spoiler. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're the one asking the silly questions. Oh, he's you the one forcing us into a goddamn corner cuz he doesn't ruined. pay attention. Everything. Sam Eagle and Lou Zealand are made out of the same materials. Yeah. That's what we're saying. So, All the clothes okay, are fish. So <laughs> this this was this was my understanding about this whole thing because we find out um, that the reason why Rico was uh, let out of prison was so that he could get rid of uh, the host of the world's craziest police chases. Yeah, he murders them. And right, and it's made to look like Judge Dredd does it. Yeah. Okay. Now that Steve has kind of let the cat out of the bag, which, you know, we would have eventually, it was, on my understanding, the reason why he was able to do that was because they were able to procure a, a lawmaker with of Judge Dreads. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to handle it because of the exact clone thing. Not that every judge could pick up a lawgiver at any time and the gun would, you know, search the database and realize that this particular genetic sequence is you know a judge so he can use they can use this weapon Mm -hmm. i thought it was like this is their gun you code your dna into this gun that is your gun it is it can't be fired by anybody else i i i counteract with this let's say there's five judges taken out a building a la the real Mm -hmm. dread movie yeah Mm -hmm. one of the judges is killed Mm -hmm. the other one runs out of ammo Mm -hmm. hey there's this gun here Rapid fire. I agree with you, Steve, but I don't think it's explained in the movie. Explained in the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, this this poor poor child. He he thinks things get explained in movies. The Stallone movie. Well, good movies. Good movies uh, generally explain things in one way or another. I think you you kind of kind of nailed it on the head that that one there though Brendan uh, oh, good movies okay uh, so all right so Judge Dredd um, has been temporary well he's been has been reassigned but he has been made to uh, teach classes at the academy mm-hmm. and uh, not hand to hand combat uh, not uh, weapons training uh, but ethics and, and I gotta say course- that, yeah I gotta say <laughs> teaching young cadets. Um, associating weapons as toys is probably not the best strategy. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if he's teaching ethics, he we see him immediately giving a, a, a class on how to use the weapons. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, right. <laughs> Make, making everything a video game probably not the best way to train your cadets. <laughs> well, and then afterward, he gives a speech no. like, "When you're alone in your apartment by yourself, feeling the cold, cold <laughs> depression that comes with this job, you'll have these toys to make you happy." <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, Full he, metal he gives jacket. a pretty grim speech because he also gives the the long walk speech too. And and, and just in case anybody hadn't watched the movie and hey, because they have you know stuff to do, um, the long walk is essentially when a senior judge retires. Uh, apparently, they issue him a weapon and just tell him to get out of the city. <laughs> yeah, and Good go luck. spread the law to the cursed earth, aka Arizona. Thank you for your service. Good luck dealing with Scott Wilson the cannibal. He gets yes. to bring law to the lawless. He gets to spend his final yeah. days helping, trying to conquer that, uh, conquer that the, wilderness. The cursed earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, we're like, we gotta speed through some of this. So, Judge Dredd is accused, basically, because they think he, because he got set up to kill the journalist, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he gets taken to court, and Diane Lane is his lawyer. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, she does a pretty good job for someone who's not really a lawyer. Because, I mean, they kind of cheat. <laughs> they say like, well, oh, there's no, there's no real lawyers, anyways, in this, um, in this in system. I guess future, yeah. Oh, maybe this world's because, gonna be okay, right? Well, <laughs> that's how stuff gets done. <laughs> um, Stallone has like, a, so they basically, yeah, like you said, they basically go back to the DNA thing because they say they have Dred's DNA on the on the gun. Um, yep. And they have video evidence, which is super grainy. Um, for some reason, surveillance footage is still the shits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Stallone has this freak out that I thought was chilling to the bone <laughs> because he's yeah. like, the evidence is falsified. I'm not going to break the law. I am the law. And I'm like, I could totally see a cop in today's day and age having that same freak out. Oh, absolutely. Well, guys, okay. Okay. Even when I was 14 watching this movie for the first time, there was one thing that I, I really stuck with me about this movie. All right. So when uh, Rico is getting, you know, hit the badge and the outfit and everything, mm-hmm. do you remember what it said on his badge? Rico? Yeah. Rico? So if they were looking at the footage and, like, oh, yeah. trying to identify which judge it was and everything, well, I guess the bullets, blah, 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 but... I guess it was grainy enough they couldn't just read the badge that said Rico. But I always thought, like, well, wait, it's, I mean, that's right there. But, yeah. It's got his name right on it. Yeah. But, but luckily, uh, Max von Sydow, did we talk about that fact that Max von Sydow's in this movie? Because he's, like, yes. the senior uh, counsel guy. Yes, and he's, like, a, he was, like, a mentor to, yeah. uh, to Dredd. And he's, like, um, I'll, I'll take the long walk um, because it gives him one request. And his one which re- is to go ahead. Oh, just to say, his one request is to go easy on dread. And I wrote down, why not just be like, my one request is to guarantee a lesser sentence. Like that just seems so vague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like it just seems so vague because then immediately, um, uh, uh, Jurgen's baby oil is like, <laughs> is like full life sentence. Blah blah blah. Send him away. The law. <laughs> Take them away, toys. <laughs> yes. It, it was nice of the guards, though, as they were dragging Judge Dredd away to wait and let him say a few words to Diane Lane before he left. 
Right. Well, I mean, they're not monsters. Oh, wait. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. But but they're fellow monsters. So, you know. So, right. little respect and, and this there. And this leads to the biggest shocker of this movie, guys. Uh, Jürgen Prochnow is also a villain? What? What? He's working That's with Rico. I was, and wait, his big you know, plan yeah. is to cause uh, fear and chaos to get the Patriot Act passed? <laughs> Basically, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jürgen Prach now is John Ashcroft. I was to say, yeah, a few administrations <laughs> ago, they were like, let's study this movie. So, I mean, going to prison sucks, but then, because um, Stallone, uh, Judge Dredd, I mean, Stallone, because he doesn't have his helmet. Um, when he's going to prison, I wrote down like, you know, going to prison sucks. And then you look over and see that Rob Schneider is your seatmate <laughs> and Whoa. it gets a lot worse. <laughs> yes. Cause he, uh, apparently, uh, Schneider's, uh, I don't even, did he, act, did he get a name? It was like uh, Herman Fergus or something like Fergie. that. Fergie. Okay. He was Fergie we'll because every time I heard Fergie, I was like, wait, that's not Fergie. <laughs> Keep your broken ass home. Oh, wait. <laughs> He's going to sing about his luscious lady lumps. Um, <laughs> Wind it up. <laughs> so he, um, yeah, uh, he pieces it together just by by putting his hand up a, by, by Judge Dredd's eyes. He's like, Dredd? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I thought, <laughs> spot on impression. I thought it was great of him. Yeah. Um, uh, and somebody somehow smuggled a fucking knife onto the plane i guess yeah well it, obviously um, it was in a sock and nobody checks socks <laughs> there's there's all kinds of stuff that happens here that is uh absolute plot convenience because not only is uh is there's that the whole you know uh, shiv in the sh- in the shock thing, uh, but at the same time uh the cannibals that live in the the cursed earth aka Earth. Arizona. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> are uh, they? They decide to take out the the prison transport so they can, you know, capture the folks that are on board. Um, of course, you know this this leads to um, just about everybody on board dying, uh, except for uh, Rob Schneider and Judge Dredd, and of course the pilot who has to be killed by one of the henchmen of Jurgen Prochnow. Yeah, because he's like. There were no survivors. He's like, uh, sir, I'm pretty sure this guy's breathing. Um, I'm pretty sure I said they were no survivors. Thanks, bye. <laughs> beep, beep, dead. Oh, Herschel uh, is apparently <laughs> still walking the dead, uh, <laughs> leading this this band of uh, cannibals. One of them is Ewan Brebner. Wh- what? One of them is Ewan Brebner. I did not know that. He's the dude with the fucked up uh, mouth. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Junior yeah, or whatever? All right. Yeah, yeah, he's Junior. That's right. Played by yeah. Animal in our reboot. <laughs> no, no, Animal's Mean Machine. <laughs> That's right, Animal's Mean Machine. Yeah, I was going to say, Animal's definitely the dude with, like, the dial, the, like, aggression dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also felt um, just kind of off about this whole thing with, with Rico and Stallone being, you know, genetic twins. I really feel they missed an opportunity to to do like a a double impact type situation. Oh, Look, I you guys, were say a twins remake. Guys, here here's <laughs> here's how you do this movie. Sylvester Stallone is in both roles. That it's yes. that 
Then yeah. he gets his FaceTime, yeah. you know, with him overacting and, do the, and all that shit. But then also with the helmet on and yeah. Wait, know. has Sylvester Stallone See, played his own clone or brother in any movie? I don't believe so. Not to my knowledge. Rhinestone. So, do we have to reboot this with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Who's got experience doing this? this fucking in. No, because there's good. There's a good dread movie, and we shouldn't mess with that. Yeah, there's a, there's already yeah. a good one. <laughs> so they the cannibals the cannibals want to eat everyone. Well, they want to eat Stallone and yeah. Rob Schneider, and Rob Schneider yeah. thinks he's so clever because he's like, burr, 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 I believe in your religion. Let me go, <laughs> and then and then Stallone's like, yeah, you're about to get eaten. Well, because because um, uh, Rob Schneider's uh, that he kind of rats out Stallone for being a, a judge. Mm. Uh, so the um, so many know, times, the, yes, he does. He does it so um, many fucking times. But the um, oh, incidentally, we should name the, the cannibals. They're called the uh, the Angel Clan, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah Angel something Man. like that. They they. Yeah, they rotate um, Dread around so they can see his um, his Lee Press On tattoo because that is the fakest tattoo yeah. I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie. It was starting to peel on one end. It really was. You could see it was like you could see that that they pressed that on and you know applied some moisture for about thirty seconds and then peeled it off. Hey guys, I don't know why you hate that, man. I don't want to get a needle just before I got a major shoot to do. I don't know what's going on. My gun butter <laughs> seems to be reacting weird to it. It won't stick. <laughs> hey, why you guys uh, always picking on me? Hey, you ever seen Specialist? <laughs> That's a good one, I think. Wait, let me check uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, never mind. Gotta go. <laughs> so, okay, so they get in, <laughs> they get into, they get into this, you know, this fight uh, with the with the Angel family because you know reasons mm-hmm. uh, they're able to escape um, because apparently they don't know how to tie knots. And uh, Judge Dredd fights all of them off, um, and then they are besieged by uh, uh, Procknow's. Uh, you know, henchmen who come in and, and start wrecking up the place. He then defeats them, um, and then uh, they they leave. And he does he doesn't. Well, actually, no, they don't leave just yet not, because Sidow comes in to sit to, for the big save uh, with his shotgun that he was given. Sido comes in basically like Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, he gets he gets killed by Mean Machine. Um, and it's basically, we find out that Obi-Wan was his father all along. <gasps> oh, shit. Right. Yeah. And, and Mean Machine, wow. I mean, I, I did, I did make a quick reference to that, but I just want to reiterate, Mean Machine has a dial on his forehead that yes. <laughs> you can adjust to, um, uh, control his aggression, which I got to say is a pretty easy way for, uh, an enemy to, uh, subdue him. Well, and doesn't he? Stallone does that. Turns yeah, him right exactly. off. I don't know how he gets turned back on again. <laughs> um, while all this stuff is happening, uh, we also see that that Hershey is not giving up the uh, the fight uh, for Judge Dredd and to prove his innocence. Um, she gets his personal effects from his locker, uh, where there's a picture of baby Judge Dredd and what appears to be his family. Uh, and of course, the picture of uh, Judge Dredd and Judge Rico. Um, she gives the um, 
you know, uh, the pictures to that the techie guy who was supposed to help them at the trial, mm-hmm. uh, saying that the footage was too grainy and stuff. Well, he goes through all the stuff, scans the wrong picture, coincidentally, and we come to find out that the photo of baby Judge Dredd is a fake because of the Scantron technology and the scan guard was the CGI terminal. Just the, the buzziest of buzzwords when it comes to computer stuff that they're throwing out here. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and uh, they, he strips away all the layers, and it's just a baby in summer clothes sitting on a lab table. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, uh, <laughs> Sido basically explains the plot of the movie. Yep. As he's laying yes. there dying, thankfully the mortal coil has waited to shuffle off until he's done speaking. Because immediately after Saito's done explaining what we kind of already talked about, where like he's the he his <clears throat> DNA was used to create two uh, two judges. One of them turned out good, Judge Dredd, and one of them turned out to be Rico. Immediately, as he's done saying that, he dies. Well, yes, and then also thank <laughs> God they're right next to uh, a statue of late. Uh, uh, Athena, the god of justice, yes. so that then he can, <laughs> so then Judge Dredd can have the music rising in the background as he stands there with this giant gun. By the way, he still has access to it because they haven't re- removed his DNA from <laughs> from the files right. yet because it takes twenty four hours to reboot the system, and <laughs> and then he just stares at it, and Schneider's like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do, Dredd?" <laughs> Get vengeance. Or, or, sorry, <laughs> justice. Justice. And then it's like, yeah, it's the... It's, da, 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 it's, <laughs> it's so on the nose that I'm surprised he even had one after that scene was done. <laughs> but the worst, I mean... I, I think the biggest thing for me is the, the overwrought cliche dialogue aside. When they travel back to Mega City 1 to try to break in and seek their justice, they bring a gun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, they they were set upon by at least three, I think, of Nathan uh, Jurgen's henchmen. Nathan who all had guns. Rob Schneider yep. does not have access to carry a gun. Rob Schneider, he should have just killed him and been done Dur- with it. I'm assuming Dur- this is how they do gun control in the future. Yeah, because uh, okay. Because, okay, aside from the fact that we cut back and we see that Jurgen Prock now is, like you said, I think you said it earlier, basically um, getting Rico to raise hell in the city and make it so that he can basically have Mm -hmm. a police state uh, by wiping out all these judges. Um, That we we learn about their plan. uh, So he can run his, like, clone program called the Janus Project. Um, yep. We cut back, and <laughs> Rob Schneider is just being the most obnoxiously, like, in the way character <laughs> I think I've seen in a while. Where he's like, they're they're trying to go into the city, and they have thirty seconds because there's a fucking fireball um, where they're mm-hmm. traveling through. And Rob Schneider falls down, and he's like, "Dread, come back and get me!" Oh, I and literally then- <laughs> screamed at this point. Oh, he's dead. Keep moving. Yeah, right, because he picks him up, and Schneider is running on his own perfectly fine. So you're telling me he couldn't jump up to his feet and just follow? Oh, nope. he's the worst. <laughs> he's got bad knees. <laughs> I'm, he literally uh, says, I'm through schlepping. That was an actual <laughs> line in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
We uh, we also get to now we get to meet the lady who is secretly uh, aligned herself with with Jurgen all these years to keep uh, the information about Project Janus alive, and a, 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 an actor who I did not feel was able to find her um, motivation or direction yeah. at any point because totally she didn't. I mean, I mean they didn't. Yeah, they didn't give her anything. Like what was what was that character? By the way, she's played by Janice in our reboot. That's right. Like, hey, go. <laughs> hey everybody, um, this is the Janice project. It... Get it? <laughs> all right. So look over here. You see all the fetuses were growing, and uh, these are all leaves, uh, like little fish, man. Alien Resurrection did it better. It's an actress named um, uh, Joan Chen, and she is like a capable actor. But yeah, oh, like you cool. said, Nathan, they give her fucking nothing. No, and, and the worst part about it is is that she's like at one point she is off put by Rico and disturbed by his his methods, and then like by the end of the movie she might as well just be like riding him while he's fighting. That's what I thought. I yeah. literally thought. Ella Nicholas Cage and Drive Angry. <laughs> yeah. I literally thought Woo! she was going to start blowing him in one scene, and in another scene I thought she was going to turn mm. on him. Like who who is that? Right. <laughs> No. Can't it be both? It's the passion that she has for her job. Uh, yeah. And also f- against him? <laughs> hey, he's just a means to the job, okay? But Terminator Ed 209 does wipe out a bunch of judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, After they've okayed the Janus Project to be reopened. Yeah, and uh, Diane Lane, I think, is like one of the only judges to, to survive because she sees like foreign object on your bike and she's like oh fuck this and yeah yeah luckily the bike told her like as it was about to explode as opposed to when it was put on the vehicle yeah yeah <laughs> um and then and then yeah and then they're basically like all right janice project approved mm-hmm. and then after they've well actually after they've approved it then they start objecting, and it's like, you know what? You guys just approved it. It's a little late to be objecting to what you just did. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Ju- Maybe we should have uh, thought about this before. Too fucking late. Can't take back the Patriot Act. <laughs> I get paid to lead, not to read. <laughs> um, okay, question here, because Dredd and uh, Rob Schneider, let's face it, he's Rob Schneider. They go... Rob Schneider. <laughs> they, Rob Schneider is just Dredd's buddy. <laughs> Nerf the dirt to deedly nerf. But they go, into the, they go into the rated R. I told you. Damn it. <laughs> they go into the uh, the judge uh, changing room, I guess. And my question is because Judge Dredd, uh, he, Rob Schneider distracts a judge and Dredd knocks him out and he starts taking off the clothes so he can obviously wear the uniform. And Rob Schneider's like, we don't have time for this. Did he think Judge Dredd was going to fuck that judge? Yeah. Yes, because it was the '90s, and it was okay to put those kinds of get, like boring, cliche <sighs> gay jokes in every movie. Just like I know it's like a, a '90s cliche, but at the same time, I'm like, how stupid do you have to be to not know what his plan is there? Yeah. Uh, uh, so okay. So and, and by the way, the... sorry. By the way, he says Go ahead. he called. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that Rob Schneider calls him Judge Dredd a million times in front of, within earshot of everyone. Dredd, 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 Dredd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't decide on uh, a, a fake name to use. You know, like John or I don't know Barbarossa, jo- jo- Joseph, Joe. He just got to call him Joe because yeah. his first name's Joseph. <laughs> Joe Dredd sounds like one of those like reality shows. Like you remember, you guys remember Joe Millionaire? Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. What these ladies don't know is that Joe is actually a judge. <laughs> Joe is actually a serial killer. Welcome to Joe Dredd. <laughs> because like you said, uh, Rob Schneider calls says Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd's name about a million times mm. in the um at the at the justice halls or whatever it's called. Uh they have to escape uh by riding on Megaforce. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And then we get to see Rob Schneider's O face. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> get that gif. <laughs> get that. But doesn't gif. Isn't it, get that. And isn't just gif. before this um Dread comes in and Jurgen Prochnow like shoots himself in the arm to like frame Judge Dread. And Yeah, cuz he yeah, he, he it's like he shoots himself in the in the shoulder. I'm just like, you know what? I mean, they 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 could have examined that bullet too. Also, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that would require an investigation. It ain't nobody got time for that. By the way, also, Judge Dredd is killing judges in this chase. Oh, yeah. he's straight up murdering yeah, them. Yeah, he is. Also, <laughs> um, when Rob when they get on that bike and it starts working at the last second, and we see Rob Schneider's O face, he even makes a comment about how you're gonna have to wash the seat, and I'm like, that's not pee. See, I thought he was saying that he pooped himself. Um, I thought he was saying that he just went. <laughs> it's a possibility. Um, we get some more fantastic awfulness, uh, just scenery chewing from Armand DeSante, oh. who, my goodness, this... You know, he's been in some really good movies and, <laughs> and, and this. And... Um, he actually says at one point, send in the clones, and I... Those laughy, daffy clones. <laughs> oh, send in I... those soulful and joyful schmoats by the bowl. By the bowlful. It was at that point where I was like, you know what? I think I could probably wing it if I just shut this off right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I want to stress... Um, <clears throat> During the scene where they're on Megaforce, um, mm-hmm. the effects are probably the worst, I think, of the whole movie in this scene. Because the effects yeah. otherwise are not terrible. Like, there are some... De- there's well, some- because for the most part, there's not a whole lot of flying stuff, except at the first where, they, where they're coming into Mega City. Yeah. And the, the robot is actually like, you know, like a practical puppetry effect. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do uh, find odd, though, is that they probably shouldn't make their billboards out of lasers. Why would they do that? Why would they make a sign? If you have vehicles that fly, why would you have signs that could kill you if you flew into them like that? I do have to question the infrastructure there. Also, I don't know how they passed inspection. But yeah, and and then this is like um, we find out that the the clones that they're going to make are like, you know, the clone army, basically. Episode two. The spooge clones. Yeah. um, Are going to be a bunch of Ricos. Because he, he's like, fuck this DNA shit. And he puts his yeah. arm in the machine. And Joan Chen is like, hey, what are you doing? But then 10 seconds later, she's like on his side. So again, more confusion on that end. Okay, um, no, so I also sure. had questions about this. So okay. so Dread and Rico don't do those till the end, but. are both <laughs> yeah. products of this cloning, correct? Yeah. So the DNA in the machine is already their no, DNA? No, babe, remember? It mutated and he became the perfect villain instead of the perfect cop like he was supposed to be. Yeah, but the Don't other... you remember John, uh, Max von Sydow's dying words of exposition? No, what I'm saying, though, is he didn't have to put more DNA in the machine. It's already his DNA. I think Rico's explanation for it was that 
um, that the the old genetic information was freezer burnt, and <laughs> that's why they needed a fresh that sample. Old DNA just ain't what it used to be. Well, he does say that someone left it in the freezer too long. Well, I, I think is the actual line. And guys, guys, all right. Here's the thing. Now, this is, if Rico hadn't changed the sample and this had gone as planned or whatever. He would just have loyal fucking dipshit servant cops like Judge Dredd. Never questioning anything, Mm -hmm. just, oh, it's in the law, it's got to be how it is, blah, blah, blah. Instead, he's making a bunch of him. Assholes that are going to betray him probably by the time they're 12 years old. Free thinkers. He doesn't want free thinkers. He wants drones. (laughs) But that's the thing. And then in this, this scene, he says something along the lines of like, I don't want, uh, do you, do you want a bunch of automatons or do you want something else? I call them human. And then later on, not five minutes later, he said, he basically says, fuck the humans. (laughs) Yeah. His motivations are murky. He may be bipolar. (laughs) You know what? That explains a lot. Right. I feel that we've actually established well earlier in the movie that he is an unrepentant sociopath. So, I mean, (laughs) um, right. It's at this point where, uh, uh, they uh, they reunite like Stallone and Diane Lane. They reunite and it feels so good. Um, <laughs> and and at this point they're they're. I mean I think they're trying to suggest that there's romantic tension. And I'm like I never got that from earlier. But okay. Mm. I mean she is um, a girl and he is a, who has a name in this show. <laughs> and he's he's and he's Sylvester Stallone. It probably wasn't there in the original script <laughs> uh, because if you watch the Carl Urban far superior one. He is as cold and emotionless as possible. I, there is n- there is no you know sexual tension between him and the rookie in that entire movie. R- Rico and is this where Rico and and Judge Red have their big fight? Yeah, well, Rob Schneider gets shot in the gut, and I was like, oh, he's dead. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then yeah, oh, and I'm probably gonna drop the clip in because this is the best. Armand Asante insane acting moment, I think. You could never control yourself. What makes you think you could control these things? Because you're in control. You be head of the council. You chose. And you choose quickly, too. I should have put you down myself. Personally. You know, I never understood that. Why did you judge me? Why did you judge me? You killed innocent people. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. They have their their big fight. And at one point, uh, Rico says to him, he's like, I'm the only person who ever loved you. And Dredd has, for some reason, the most ridiculous line that makes no sense at all and says, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, by the way, Nathan, where is this fight taking place? Oh. It's in the head of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, of course, oh my God. Of my mind Sorry. fucking imploded when that happened. Did you when miss that was the part revealed. when they said they yes. took the Statue of Liberty to the middle of town? I did. So when they cut to an exterior shot, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was wrong. It was Earth all along. <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. And then um, we do have uh, Rob Schneider. We do have the robot coming in, but then somehow Rob Schneider has rewired it despite being on the ground, having been shot in the gut. 
and somehow he managed to crawl over and rewire it without the robot shooting him. Um, and he delivers the uh, the the one liner, "Hack you, asshole," <laughs> which I think should go in a movie that we're doing later this month. PG thirteen. Yeah, it, it, it should. It should. <laughs> By the way, out of all the stuff we talked about that doesn't make any sense, Armand Asante getting the slight upper hand against Stallone in a fight is the least believable thing in this movie. <laughs> we also get like dueling fights in this too because not only does Armand Asante and Stallone fight it out, but uh, Judge Hershey and the the doctor lady who can't figure out her motivation have a fight. That That's was right. so stupid. <laughs> it's like, why? Why is she Tacked doing on. anything? Bitch. <laughs> Judge bitch. Oh. Well, that... Well, that way the doctor could get beat up and it wouldn't be biased alone, so it wouldn't be a man-on-woman violence. I mean, I get that. I just still don't understand her character uh, whatsoever. I, I think what Brendan is trying to say is he would much prefer a fight between the doctor and Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Again, also not man-on-woman violence, but... No! Um, <laughs> the the thing about this is, though, is that the, the fight between uh, Judge Hershey and, uh, um, and, and the, the doctor lady is actually, it has a more climactic or satisfying ending than the fight between Rico and Judge Dredd. Because uh, Rico, uh, like you said, gets a slight upper hand and then starts spouting off on the things that he is uh, gonna, he's charging uh, Judge Dredd with, which made me note the laws in the future are really weird. (laughs) Because he's like, I charge you with betraying your flesh. <laughs> it's like okay, um, I guess that's going to become a law in the future. Keep going. I betrayed yeah. my flesh twice a day, um, and then he just tosses him <laughs> off the head of the Statue of Liberty, and that's it. That's 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 the climactic ending to that fight. And, and when he said, when Stallone said, "Courts adjourned," I said, "How much cooler would that be if it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg?" <laughs> going back to that. Uh, so as. Uh, as they're walking out uh, after all of this this fiasco, and Stallone's there with his, uh, he's got like the, the the judge pants on, but he doesn't have the the gear. Um, he uh, he's just got the, the the top, and I was like, he looks like a, a '90s WWE guy <laughs> because he's got he's got some semblance of a uniform, but not a full uniform. Right. You know, back when the, the wrestlers had day jobs. <laughs> yeah, when they were like garbage men and stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but by the um, way, they make it to the bottom and walk out. Cops are all out there, and I'm like, oh, that's right. They're still wanted criminals and probably killed 100 people in the building or at least were framed for it. And Oh, but nah, it's, no, it's cool because they want to make him the senior judge. Yeah, don't worry, Steve. He's gonna, well, he's offered a desk job. Yeah, well, it, that's just that's <laughs> the one guy who walks up. It's okay. They televised it on TV about everything. And I'm like, who did? Who? <laughs> Yeah, the ghost of that journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it was on uh, Ghost TV. What? Rob no, Schneider did it before he shat himself after hacking the ABC robot. And, Obviously, uh, they they only killed the clone of the of of the uh, the TV guy. The real one's still oh, alive. It was Shit. no. It was broadcast on PCNN, the Plot Convenience News Network. Uh, <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say it's like yes. it was like a time cop situation. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? Um, so God. they do one. They have a brief fleeting moment where they are kind of true to character for Judge Dredd. They offer him the job as the senior justice. 
uh, or the senior judge, and he's like, "No, I'm a street judge, and I've I've got to stay a street judge, and I, I'm uh, this is what I do, and I'm off to work." So the justice system is left completely rudderless. <laughs> exactly, uh, but that is actually kind of true to the character. But of course, they flush it all away when he starts making out with Diane Lane, which was a big pile of nothing, by the way. Yeah. Like what? Like I'm sorry. Am I supposed? Oh yeah. Oh, they're together now. Uh, cool. <laughs> that that ending. Uh, he's in this movie. I find he the judge, the judge dread is far too smirky. Yeah. And emotional. Uh, in the movie. Uh, and I could have done without the Batman ending, where he drives off to the edge of a building. I guess with his law. Force mega force bike and just stands and looks over his city. <laughs> I also could have done without Rob Schneider being like, "I'm a much better kisser." <laughs> Thought of everything he knows. Nah, Rob Schneider. <sighs> See, I'm not even like a Rob Schneider hater per se, but man, in this sure movie, sounds like it. In this <laughs> movie, he was just driving me up the fucking wall. So that was Judge Dredd. That was Judge Dredd. <laughs> Guys, Stephen Izzy. Would you recommend Judge Dredd? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. It's dumb fun. Sure, Dredd is better, but if, if you're looking for stupid 90s action movies, yeah. why wouldn't you be? And obviously, uh, Rob Schneider's second greatest film. Yeah. Behind the other one uh, everyone did together. I assume Sandy Bullock was a little busy making Speed 2 to uh, be Hershey in this one, but... Uh, Nathan, what are you saying? Yeah, I, I would. Um, yeah. If just... Not for the fact that it is a ripe slice of the mid-90s where they tried to do everything right and spectacularly got everything wrong. It, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it's one of those movies where it's like, it's clearly a uh, a bad movie. Um, if you're a, like a diehard fan of the comics, you probably won't like this. Steer clear. Yeah. Yeah, steer um, clear for sure. But I will say that if you just want like something stupid and so 90s, yeah, I'll watch it. It's 96 minutes, too, so it's not like a drain on your day. <laughs> so yeah. um, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. What were they thinking? What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What Were They Thinking? And we're back! Oh my god, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Bring the energy down. No way, man. I'm just so thick. I'm hyped. I'm hyped from those ads. I think I'm going to be Steve, can you give her the Josh Tranker? Josh Tranker. Josh Tranker, please. We apologize to our sponsors, namely listeners like you. 
listeners like you and also uh, and the, the a grant from the chub group yeah and um of course mm. for this week only uh gerald's uh potato slices mm. they're slices of potato uh, uh welcome to the low haiku yes the low haiku <laughs> what is the low haiku nathan well the low haiku is is 17 perfect syllables uh to describe the movie we just spent uh the better part of an hour or so talking that's right. So we're going to break it down for you, and uh, I would like mm-hmm. to uh, extend the offer to our guests to start us off here with their haikus. Steve? I, I guess I'll go first. <clears throat> okay. Eat recycled food. Please don't take off your helmet. Remake with Muppets. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Izzy, do you have a haiku you'd like to read for us? I I do. Okay. Rob Schneider's greatest film to date. Fight me, bitch. <laughs> I I don't I don't <laughs> think that uh, I, 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 I don't I don't feel that the the math worked. We're gonna it's, have to. That was, uh, uh, it's five, <laughs> seven, and five. We're gonna actually. have to talk about syllables later, uh, um, and some basic math. <laughs> Nathan, do you have a haiku you'd like to bestow upon the world? I, d- I do. Um, <clears throat> take off the helmet. You mean we'll see Judge Dredd's face? And that is the flaw. The only one. <clears throat> okay, so imagine my haiku is a conversation between two people. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Please kill Rob Schneider. Whoa, whoa! Murder's illegal. Hey, I am the law. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're back. We're back. Yes, hopefully those tranks will wear off. Oh, ha- oh Izzy's good. Ah, uh, we're good. We're good, yeah. Uh, Nathan. Oh, yes, Brandon. We talked about this movie, but what do we always say? Well, we always say... That's right. Don't, don't, don't. Because on Rotten Tomatoes, 19% of the critics uh, liked this enough to give it a positive rating. (laughs) And uh, 30% of the audience liked it enough to give it a positive rating. So we're going to dive into that. We'll start with the critics. Uh, Todd McCarthy of Variety says a thunderous unoriginal futuristic hardware show for teenage boys <laughs> izzy rate the review mm, i definitely uh enthusiastic um i mean eh, not wrong i'm gonna give him a four out of five um okay so quentin curtis from independent on sunday wrote what was once a satire on fascism looks like an apologia for it now. 
That may be the inevitable price of turning a medium which is cheap and subversive into one that's expensively conformist. I don't know. It seems a little down. I'm a little bit preachy. I'm going to only give him a three out of five. He's a little bit up his own butt. This is from uh, Run Rob Gonzalez of eFilmCritic.com. What did you expect a Judge Dread movie to be? Ingmar Bergman? Four out of five. That's right. It's a fresh review. I'm looking at all these fresh reviews, and they're all like three out of five, except for that one. <laughs> like they they were barely like, okay, it's it's all right. All right. Well, Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, says, usually engaging and sympathetic, Stallone is blank and tongue-tied here, an immovable slab in the midst of 95 minutes of gunfire, explosions, and gothic excess. I got one I got one from your boy here, uh, Roger Ebert. <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay. He wrote, um, Stallone survives it, but his supporting cast also including an uninvolved Joan Chen and a tremendously intense Jurgen Prochnow, isn't used well. Karen James? That one hasn't been done, okay. right? Karen. Yeah, Karen James of the New York Times so says... C-A-R-Y-N. That's right. I would like to speak to your manager. No. Um, although it is full of noise and fake firepower, Dread simply lies there on the screen until the final scenes. Boom. Well, that's what the critics think, but let's talk about the audience, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is where the, the golden reviews come from. Uh, okay, so the first one here is from Hakimi M, and he gives this movie five stars. A classic. Unforgettable style, drama, action, one-liners. A theme that reminds one of the Empire in Star Wars. Some wish <laughs> they made more movies like this. IMO, probably the best film starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Yikes. Wrong. Sold. Yeah. Kiwi, you've got good taste. Uh, uh, he's in a lot of good movies. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, um, on the opposite end of that uh, spectrum, we have Max G. Um, and he gave it a half a star. Mm-hmm. He wrote, Blade Runner audiences with ADD would like this derivative and weak scripted sci-fi action flick that tries too hard to be cool and smart. Even John Wagner says that the dread in this in his fine comic book creation isn't the one you'll see here, especially when the, when Sly takes over. Stick to 2012's dread for real ultra-violent fun. Uh, okay, so this is a maybe a controversial review. This is from Craig K., who I'm assuming is Craig Kilborn. Um, he gives it a four-and-a-half-star rating. Mm-hmm. More true to the original comics than the new one. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Uh, Artwem J., he gave it five stars. And you're right. Um, guys, are you all right? It's the Judge Dredd. It's a classic. There, T-H-E, comics with it. Another movie because of this movie. It's a joke or surprise that that movie has so little score, and it's a pity to see that. (laughs) Five stars and an aneurysm. I think I just went into his brain. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Steve, what do you got? I got uh, from Jason N. of Jason and the Argonauts. 
Uh, one and a half star out of five. I am the law, and I said it's you to the three dollar bargain bin in every Walmart. All caps. <laughs> I pay three bucks for this. Izzy, how you feeling these reviews so far? I mean, they give me entertainment value, so on a whole, I'm giving them at least a four. But as far as you know, actual, uh, I don't know, content. Most of them are pretty wrong. I'm with a uh, Hadimi or whatever. Habidi. All right, so you're putting four in their hole. I got it. Um, <laughs> Joseph F uh, says uh, uh, Joseph finds um, gives it five stars, and he says. Any good movie of Stallone is great with me. He did a lot of good ones. <laughs> Lots of math going on there. Uh, well, uh, Eric W. Oh. Um, has some. He has some issues. Uh, gave it a star, and writes: This movie is garbage. I would like to flick the director and writer on their sacks <laughs> for making such a piece of cinematic diarrhea. Can you tell I don't like this film? I can, Eric. I can also tell there's some unresolved issues with you and your Scoutmaster. Flick them on their sacks. <laughs> sacks. <laughs> Were you guys ever flicked in the sack by uh, Scoutmaster it? and or, uh, 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 you know, supervising yeah. figure? Uh, yeah, but I mean, that got me my badge, though. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, so the, the sacks-looking badge, obviously. So, so I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine, right, guys? <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, you got the badge. It's you won. fine. It's fine, Brandon. Okay. okay. That's right after I got my computer badge. For typing up uh, a notepad document. For hacking all the government secrets. I honestly, I had a computer badge and I don't remember what I even did for it. I think I had to type a Word document. Uh, from Mikolage M. Oh. All right. Uh, three and a half stars. A guilty pleasure of mine. You betrayed the law. Yeah! <laughs> Izzy, how are you feeling so far? I'm feeling good, feeling good. I mean, the, you know, I'm not going to lie. I might be skewed by the uh, uh, the impressions here. It's definitely making me positive. There you I'm, go. I'm feeling about three and a half, four in general on all of these. Like, as okay. a whole. All right. Well, I've got one more here, and it's a little bit lengthy, but I think it's, uh, I think it's a very interesting review. That's what she it's said. It's from... Uh, that it's an interesting review? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's from John W. Um, and he gives it... Uh, John Waters, I'm assuming. And he gives yeah, it uh, f- five stars. Not as good as Pink Flamingos, no. Um, <laughs> Five-star rating, which also is true. That movie is hilarious. Uh, he says... I would invite movie reviewers to watch this movie again. I give it an A plus plus. From the start, you have to understand this film's genre. It's a campy, tongue-in-cheek comic book fantasy. The story's creator is a comic book creator, John Wagner. Now that you understand what you're looking at, consider the performances. They are amazing! In fact, I didn't observe a bad performance in the whole movie. Stallone's Judge Dredd is beautifully executed. (laughs) Executed is not spelled like it should be. With an inhuman dedication (laughs) to the law. (laughs) With an inhuman dedication to the law in a comic book hero way. Asante's performance is exciting, manic, and forceful. Things you come to expect from him from past roles. Schneider's comedic moments are beautifully executed, yet smart enough to make you consider more elevated thoughts. 
five stars. So wait, did he think that Dread was the one that was dropped off the Statue of Liberty, and that's why he was executed? <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to that apart. I mean, usually it's the inflection and stuff. But by the way, um, <laughs> I just I gotta say, uh, anybody who. Uh, who who's brought to higher thought by Rob Schneider? Ooh, keep watching films. Just keep watching films. I <laughs> yes. I, I please. think in general they can all help you. Please. Hashtag it gets better. Please obtain a better frame of reference. Well, that's why I'm saying just keep watching films in general. Yeah, yeah watch Chris Kattan yeah, exactly. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go watch Cork, Bone. Corky Romano and then tell me how much you like Rob Schneider. <laughs> Although I guess that would just make you like Rob Schneider more, probably. How to get burned. Uh, Nathan, got anything else? Yeah, I got one from Laura M. She gave it three stars. Wrote, I found this movie more accessible and engaging than the 2012 movie. Mm. But that's not too surprising, since 90s sci-fi is what I grew up with. Uh, So all the tropes and level of quality in this movie is familiar. It was also a nice change from the modern dystopia in which this movie presents a struggle between those of power. So when there's an option to try a different way, the possibly fallible system remains because it's what the people in power know best. Oh, no. What happened at the end there? I don't know. That thing took a turn. (laughs) That That took took a a very dramatic turn. Extra stars for being thought-provoking. Oh, my God. uh steve going to close us out uh yeah i got one here it's from steve k four out of five stars uh it says would have been better with academy award winner nicholas cage in the lead role and Uh, rico um and also would have saved 20 million dollars they wouldn't have to give sylvester stallone hey there was an oscar in this movie okay elizabeth shue as her name was sylvester stallone (laughs) <laughs> and he played Oscar. Steve will take a bite out of that Hershey. Yeah. Wait a second, Steve. Did you just post that review? I'm just seeing it pop up now on my feed. <laughs> refresh, refresh. <laughs> well, there you have it. Those are the reviews. Though that that's mm-hmm. that's the haps, folks. That's what's going on. What the fuck does that even mean? Okay, moving on. <laughs> what what what's that's the haps. That is, that that's is the haps. That's the haps. I'm like yeah. Sam Roberts yeah. interviewing Brock Lesnar. That's the haps. Um, <laughs> What's the fuck? Did he legitimately say that? He did. And Brock Lesnar What's, looked like he was. What's the haps? Yeah. And, and then and then Brock Lesnar was like, what the fuck? Yeah. No one's no one's said that since like the late 90s. And then and then as after Brock unleashed a profanity least tirade, uh, Paul Heyman looked at Sam Roberts and said, great you sam i think that was your best interview you ever you've ever done well when Heyman's right he's right yeah it's pretty fantastic if you can find the clip online i do recommend it um okay but before we move on that will move on from judge dread but before we move on completely we should talk about what we're covering next week um so uh i'm just gonna uh, drop a little clue for you here as we continue our summer flopbuster months. <clears throat> there you go. So driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Drive angry. Coming up next. <laughs> coming up next Christine? on. What were they thinking? Uh, Nathan. 
Yes. Is uh, Montrose Monkington in the room? He is. Okay. Uh, give me one moment. I will get him. Perfect. <clears throat> Wait, which Montrose Monkington? Hello. It's a good friend, Montrose Monkington the Third, oh. Esquire from Bananashire upon Hempton. Miss Izzy, thank you very much. I am here to invite the listeners of, uh, uh, what's this? This is what were they thinking? I'm not on everything I learned about movies right now, am I? Mm-mm. Uh, no, 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 you're on the other one. Okay, well, either way, anybody who's listening, I, I am inviting you uh, to my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you could also be friends with me on Facebook, uh, the Facebook group Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. Uh, and finally, you can also tweet me uh, on the Twitter at Montrose III. Uh, that's the number 3RD. Thank you. I am the law. <laughs> you see what Thank, I did there? I was yeah, I, I was participating. That's very good, very good. Having fun with your with your stuff. Yes, fun with my mm. stuff. Yes. Uh, yes, I, I I felt it important for me to reference the movie that you were talking about. I I like that tie-in. That was a good job. Thank you. You're welcome. More later. Oh, curses! Okay. I did it. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, Steve Izzy, as always, uh, delightful to see you both. You as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're speaking that tonal language. Good for you. It's good. It's good to get a second language under your belt. I knew you. Steve and that. Izzy, if they want to hear more about your tonal language, where can they hear that? <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Where can you find us? Well, you can find us on every major podcatcher under everything I learned from movies. Uh, we'll be talking about bad, questionable movies mm-hmm. and whatever else pops up in our little noggins. Yeah, uh, that's at E I L F Movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hit us up. Maybe we'll put you on the show. Why the hell not? Uh, babe, are you on the? Are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me just about everywhere as Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I make art. I'm actually going to be part of a couple of virtual craft shows. So check out my uh, my Twitter, my Instagram at Untidy Venus uh, for more. Nice. And hypothetically speaking, uh, let's say I've been <laughs> eating some recycled food, and so uh, there's some weird gases coming out of me. Um, you is might there... want to get that checked. Well, okay. Before that, I though, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but but is there something that would help? Uh, I don't know. Counteract the smell a little bit. Make my home a little less uh, defunct. Ooh, if you want to try some aromatherapy to to help soothe your mind and your senses over your body dysfunction, I'd head over to frankieandmur.com for aromatherapy made fun. Nice. Well, unfortunately, because I'm reduced to eating recycled food, I don't have a whole lot of money. Is there a way I'd be able to save something on that amazing aromatherapy? Well, yes. If you use promo code VENUS, like the goddess at checkout, you'd save 50% off on your order. And orders over $35 ship free. So I'd head over there. I personally, to cover up some uh, heavy odors, I would probably go for something like a breath of fresh air. It's got eucalyptus and mint and tea tree. It smells like a spa. Nice. I'm going to have to do that right now. Frankieandmur.com. Use that promo code VENUS. That's the god that rhymes with penis. But not spelled the same way. It, it's it's amazing how your conversation just naturally ended up there. I know. It's it's, weird, right? You know, that's what happens when you live with somebody for so long. You just start naturally <laughs> doing promos with each other. I mean, you guys know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, when you guys are laying in bed together, don't you ever speak promos in each other's ear? <laughs> I Normally I would, but Ryan's giant penis usually gets in the way. That's true. <laughs> like blocking his ear canal because it's stuck wedged deep in there. Hey guys, what's gameatall.com? <laughs> <laughs> we've already covered that. <laughs> yeah. 
They were the greatest ads that ever ad. Weren't you there when it happened? Oh, Steve? shit. Yeah, right. come on, Steve. Um, but yeah, we, we will move on now. I will plug our stuff. This is, this is the next segment. <laughs> Smooth transitions. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can find us, uh, what were they thinking, on all the podcatchers. Obviously, if you're listening right now, you know where to look. Um, you can also find us on social media on Twitter and uh, Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for What Are They Thinking. You can find us uh, our Facebook group, What Are They Thinking Interactive. And we are also on Redbubble and TeePublic, so search that out. We are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. If you sign up today before the end of August, you will get to pick a movie for a future episode, regardless of the tier that you are at that's just a little promotion thing we're doing right now uh so that's that uh nathan Mm -hmm. i guess um well after i say thank you to steven izzy for once again gracing us with their presence you're welcome more later i was gonna say thank you for picking such a fantastic movie well i mean yeah i mean i could have done without the rob schneider but yes uh i don't see how you could have i i i mean i think i easily could (laughs) have Um, I do have questions. Who would you replace him with uh, at the time? I mean, a, a, a tumbleweed, like a Mar- Martin Short, maybe. Um, uh, a Martin piece, Short, a piece of uh, sweater lint. Um, mm. I do have no. I do have questions though. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Okay. So, I mean, in a movie where, mm-hmm. I mean, Armando Sante surprisingly didn't lose both eyeballs. Right. Uh, in a movie in which it is a haunting portrayal of maybe what's going on in the world today. Yeah, it's there. There's some similarities you could draw. I I will take that into account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a in a in a movie in which Max von Sydow somehow doesn't turn out to be a villain. It's been it's happened before. Not okay. often. No, in, in a in a movie in which I think Rob Schneider thinks that Sylvester Stallone is going to have sex with an unconscious man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this movie, Nathan. Yeah, I just got to ask you about what about this movie? What were they thinking? Breaking.